0: Pepe sanchez episode ten i'm Seth Allen. This is my secret basketball podcast. Pepe doesn't know about this let's keep it that way. Uh, did you have a good trade deadline did you did you refresh? did you keep score of shams or woge or or who's winning who's losing uh did you read the dra- the the trade grades uh i had a i had a fun deadline it was again i, I kind of i dabbled back on twitter just because you you know you need it you need it in your veins right <laughs> for for times like these and i had to use the the assville pod uh, Twitter account, which was much more limited, you know, it d- not following a lot of people, so you don't get quite the 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 crushing tsunami of, of takes and, and and overreactions and and overreactions to the overreactions and then overreactions to the overreactions to the overreactions. And I gotta say, when you've like really disconnected from Twitter mentally and you're not used to it anymore, and you dip your toe back in, I gotta say it it comes through really clearly how everyone seems stupid and it's just so absurd and pointless. It's like, it, it just looks awful once you're out of it. And so I was happy to see, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not really tempted by this anymore, uh, but I do need the juice, you know, and the juice is worth the squeeze around the trade deadline for me. Uh, you know, refreshing and all that stuff, seeing what's happening. I, I got some, here's some takes for you. Uh, big win. I got, I haven't seen these takes anywhere, but the biggest winner for me, uh, I got a couple of them. Number one, Jay Crowder. Let's talk about the 4D chess career moves that Jay engineered here. Okay, he's take you back to the playoffs. Suns disgrace disgracefully exit. He does not play well. He appears to be uh, washed or pre-washed, right? And <laughs> a lot of stains. All right, got to get some Dawn on there. He shows up to camp, loses his starting spot. All right. He sees, and then he enters uh, 4-D chess mode, and he's like, you know what? I'm not playing. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay. Now, if he would have played, Jay Crowder probably would have played uh, fair to Midland, you know, uh, <laughs> basketball up to this point. Uh, teams maybe not that hot on him. But since he wasn't playing, everyone's like, you know, we need a veteran uh, who can guard, who can shoot threes, who's, who's proven themselves. And I I loved when this happens in the NBA, I was like, Someone not playing is the best deal for them by far because it kind of. Jay Crowder's available. He's not going to play for Phoenix anymore. He's sitting out. Every contender wants Jay Crowder. Building, 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 building. The hype comes back. <laughs> what if he just would have been played? He just would have been a kind of shitty dude played, you know, off the bench. So congratulations to him. I hope he, you know, wins a ring with the Bucks. <laughs> but the bigger winner, the bigger winner. Uh, was Gary Payton, too, of course, uh, getting traded back to the Warriors. So let's walk through what Gary did. Now, this was brilliant, too. Okay. Uh, Last season, all right, plays a great role uh, for the Warriors. Uh, You know, shows that, you know, in this kind of role, he can be valuable. All right. After kind of being in and out of the league for a long time. For his whole career up to that point. All right. All right. Wants money. Wants to get paid. Warriors are like, no, nah, we can't pay you that. So he's like, okay. Begrudgingly, he comes to Portland. Where he says at one point he had to do it for the money. <laughs> he said, uh, Eric garcia said reminded me, he said his first press conference was that he was going to have to thug it out this season. Like He clearly just didn't want to be here. right? He, he wanted his money. He wanted his, you know, and this is a guy who had been like a Mr. like 10-day contracts for his whole career. So, you know, you want that. Security. You want to finally get a real multi-year NBA contract, so you'll have a place. You know. So he comes up here, clearly not because <laughs> he wants to, just because he wants to be paid. Uh, barely plays. Um, Blazers start making some noise about you know Gary's uh, not hurt anymore. Okay, so he goes okay, so I'll play. He's he's playing a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, and then, okay, he gets traded back to the team he wanted to be on, the Warriors, uh, for five second-round picks, which second-round picks value is obviously uh, most of the time, little or nothing, uh, it practically. And so now he's on the team he wanted to be on, the team where he's had the most success. With the money he wanted, he won this whole thing. Gary Payton, too played the whole thing beautifully alright for him chess moves you know what I mean not checkers and then it comes out like oh the team didn't like him he didn't like the team oh he made people feel bad for not playing defense or whatever blah 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 which I'm always always take with a grain of salt because whenever a player leaves uh, whenever a player gets traded for uh, you know five second round picks on the dollar (laughs) uh, it these scenarios, it always seems to happen where oh, suddenly it all comes out that the that nobody liked this person on the team. Uh, but that was a that was a bad signing, by old Cronin, and he kicked the can again. At the end of the day, I know you could debate all this, but it seems like you know Blazers fans have heard this a lot of like, well, we tried these things, couldn't do it, it's impossible. So n- maybe next year, been maybe off season, maybe next deadline. Been hearing that for. Many years, so I completely understand people not wanting to hear that for another year, especially when things were supposed to be different now. Uh, and it turns out so far not really at all different. Um at least in terms of how, how competitive the team is. Um yeah, Blazers like nobody's happy when a team when the when the better players are leaving and the worse players are coming, right? It doesn't ever I don't ever think fans should be hyped about that but oh look at these assets and cap flexibility okay well what flexibility to do what fuck up another signing like gary payton too you know what i mean <laughs> at a certain point it's like all right well you gotta do something positive with that or else what's what's the point of it you know uh anyways and then the third winner this is in third place uh third place biggest trade deadline winners i'm just going one jay crowder two gp2 and third, I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suds for getting Katie. And this was, but this was why, all right? It's not just that they got Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> it's that they actually reportedly tried to get Kyrie first. They offered Chris Paul and whatever else, who knows? I can't remember. Um, in the Kyrie sweepstakes, uh, obviously Nets went with Dallas right with dallas's offer and so as a consolation prize they get kevin durant it's like instead of getting um this guy who's who's really incredible uh on the court but uh you know tends to make every place he is hate him <laughs> and tends to cause huge amounts of drama you know might link to uh Uh, Conspiracy theorist, uh, anti-Semitic film. You know, might say the world is flat. uh, You know, might just start blaming everybody. uh, Might start hating the media for uh, reporting things that he says (laughs) and does. Um, This guy who is like literally fucked up every place he's been, Uh, but he is good, very good. So your consolation prize is motherfucking Kevin Durant. That is amazing. I love how that works. Uh, You know, they they don't have to... They gave them all their first-round picks, a bunch of players, uh, but now Phoenix is uh, obviously, uh, to me, the best team in the West, at least, you know, unless there's a disaster. And then the Mavericks are now like this... Kyrie is like this ticking time bomb of chaos, baby. He already, as soon as that trade happened, he already deleted his uh, apology post... (laughs) On Instagram, he's not going to stop being Kyrie Irving uh, on or off the court, you know. So that was pretty hilarious. Uh, but now I'm, 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 I'm glad it's behind us, you know. Uh, I'm glad the trade deadline has come and gone. Underwhelming, of course, for the Blazers. I mean, I, I'm not in the Twitter debate. I know people who are, like, super into, into the weeds will kind of defend these these moves as, like, the best thing they could do. Uh, allegedly, they did offer uh, a nice package for OG and OG didn't get traded. So, you know, whatever, maybe. Um, but it's just when you spent, when you spent, uh, okay, when you, you fire the old, the old GM and you're like, things are going to be different. And then you're like, you know what? We're committed. We're in win now mode. And we bring in these guys. And then <laughs> a few months later, you know, like, we're not actually in win now mode. We're actually in, uh, uh, it looks like we're gonna get worse mode, but we're, it, last year was a tank. This year, post deadline, is clearly a soft tank, right? It's a soft tank. Uh, we're gonna have to play motherfucking cam, reddish. And even I was talking myself into it. I was like, well, you know, I bet Dame can really get cam to, uh, Focus and accept the role, you know. Accept that he's not a not gonna play point guard for once in his life, you know. and get him to just go with it, and maybe and maybe this and maybe that. And I do like Matisse, even though he can't exactly uh, dribble or shoot. I still I like him. <laughs> I I enjoy him uh, as a as a defensive uh, you know prodigy that he is and all that stuff, uh, UW. And, but you know, you, you told us it was win now. And then you made a bunch of moves that are clearly not win now that are maybe later will have the flexibility to blah, 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 which is something that Blazers fans have been hearing for, uh, you know, more than half a decade. And also, you just fucked up a, your big free agent signing. Uh, you just fucked that up, clearly, because he's going back to the team for five second round picks. So what confidence are we supposed to have that you're going to use that flexibility for something good? If you fucked that up, you know, you fucked up some other stuff. You know, that Norba Paltrade was not great. I know some weird people are dug in on, dying on that hill that it was great, but uh, not really. (laughs) This is a weird thing to, to, to be devout about, to be dogmatic about. So, you know, I understand. I understand. And now we head into the last 27 games. Blazers in 10th. Uh... Five or six teams in the West just made moves to get better. The um, <laughs> Blazers are in 10th. And they move, made moves to uh, get less competent at basketball on the court. So it's not going to be good. Uh, but also, we're not going to tank quite enough to really get, uh, you know, we have to get very lucky in the draft to, to change the fortunes. And this is just life as a Blazers fan, and we know it. You know, we're kind of fucked. I think the, the, the vibe is, okay. For the rest of Dame's days, all right, the Blazers are going to pay him forty million dollars a year. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna root for Dame. The team will let us down. He'll win some. We'll have some great moments. We'll have some Dame times where we feel good, but then the team will ultimately disappoint us. Yeah, that's uh, that's the deal. I think that's the deal Dame made. <laughs> and, you know, when he went through that that soul searching, uh, and I think. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if you Google Maps his house, you can uh, maybe understand why he made that. It's like it's not a bad deal for him. Uh, you know, I would I'd like to see the team. Uh, you know, at least uh, at least try to contend for a championship at some point in my life. Uh, but you know, we're we're running out of life over here. <laughs> so you know, you do what you can. You know, you enjoy what you can. I bought a Sacramento Kings Beam Team T-shirt. I brought. I bought. This is this is how I process things. I <laughs> I, bought, I have shit on the Kings my whole life. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, I had sympathy for them because clearly, uh, you know, what a 2002 Western Conference Finals clearly rigged against them. The Lakers should have to hang fucking David Stern's name next to that banner and the 2000 banner. Same thing happened to the Blazers a couple years before, right? We know it. And, uh, yeah, David Stern's name should definitely be in the rafters of Crypto Arena. Um, very fitting that the Lakers named their arena after a scam, right? <laughs> hey, but anyways, uh, so I, but, but post that, you know, post the Vladi, post the Peja, post the Peja, you know, J. Will, Chris Weber, like the Fun Kings. Doug Christie, <laughs> his wife following them around in the team bus—always funny to me. Uh, I've, I've always just made fun of them. Uh, their social media was always hilariously uh, funny, in like not intentionally. Um, their team was always a mess. I like that guys—you know—guys would y- y- you see a cool player, then they go to the Kings, and you're like, ah, well, RIP. Never gonna hear from that guy again. At least he got a couple a couple mil more for for the end of his career uh, for going to the Kings. But now they're like they're so fun. They got the beam; you can see it from space. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just dabble. I'm gonna watch the Blazers. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna root for Dame to overcome the odds, and it will happen sometimes. And uh, it'll ultimately be disappointing. That's that's the that's the trajectory for the rest of <laughs> my life. Uh, but I, now I'm I'm jumping in. I bought a Beam team T-shirt. All right, and I can't wait to wear it. And people are going to think I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. And you know what? I'm a fan of this team in this moment. Mostly because I'm coping with what my own team continues to do to me. Uh, but you know what? Light the beam. That's all I could say. Light the beam. And now I turn my eyes, hopefully, towards the All-Star game. It's coming up. I love All-Star weekend. I think next episode is going to be my primer. I'm going to give you my secret recipe for Seth Allen's own All Star Juice. Welcome home, Shelley. I'm ranting about the NBA. Uh, yeah, you can say something if you want. I just said, oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm teasing. Next episode, I think is going to be my All Star Primer. I've taken that weekend. I've blocked it out from comedy so I can stay here. I can get into all the events. Uh, Seth's secret All Star game. All Star weekend juice sounds nice mm-hmm. thank you wait till you try it and if you try it you will buy it Corny. thank you all right that's it everyone uh recover well hug your kids uh <laughs> you know uh kiss your dog uh, uh you know whatever you gotta do to slap, <laughs> your cat's ass. slap your cat's ass give it a little pat 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 uh I will be back. We will be back. Uh, Like chiroprac. Thank you.